From the College of Adult and Professional Studies at Northwest University, welcome to the Advisor's Corner podcast with Morgan Green and Josh Payne. On the show, we discuss various topics to help you become the most successful online student that you can be. Well, this podcast is mainly for Northwest University's online and NPP students. Anyone who listens in from week to week will still be able to glean valuable information on student success. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to uh, this week's episode of the Advisors Corner podcast with Josh Payne and Morgan Green. Uh, we are so excited to be bringing you this week's episode on uh, the topic of uh, time management tips and tricks. Uh, we figured um, this would be a good time to talk about this because as you guys are getting more into your degree and getting more into um, uh, just your schedule in the semester that, um, I don't know, you guys are getting busy so it'd be good to have some um, time management skills and, uh-huh. and things like that. So um, by no means is this a lecture, by no means are we saying that you guys don't know how to manage your time, um, but we just found uh, these to be helpful and just wanted to share them with you. And so we have five of them that we're gonna share and Morgan's gonna kick us off with our first one. Yeah, so the first one is to-do lists. This is something that I really love. I'm such a list person. Um, Chances are, if you are a type A person, you probably love to-do lists too. Um, So my suggestion here is to write down uh, the things that you need to do so that you can just forget about everything else. And if you have, if you're not super task-oriented, I'm actually not type A, I'm type B. I'm not task-oriented, so I need a list to keep me on track or else I'm gonna get really distracted. So whether it's a notepad that you always have at your desk where you study, whether it's the notes app in your phone, there's a really cool feature where you can make check boxes and check them off as you go. Oh yeah. Um, Use whatever works best for you. And then as you cross things off, it's super satisfying and it'll just motivate you to keep on working so you can cross more things off. Yeah. There's, you know, tons of apps out there like Mm -hmm. Evernote and Wonderlist and, um, yeah, there's a bunch of them out there that you can it can you can customize what you're doing. You can create some really good content. So yeah, yeah. to do lists, those are good. Um, you know, and even for those of you who are not Type A, um, Morgan said that she's not really Type A. She's Type E. Um, but if you're more like me, I'm pretty much I'm like the biggest procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I have found that in the past when I've done a to do list, it does help me just kind of have that sense of accountability that I need to get stuff mm-hmm. done. And also be able to keep things, keep track of things that need to get done and like prioritize them and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Um, the next one that I'm going to recommend is the mobile calendar. Um, so all your, you know, everybody has a mobile calendar. It's on their cell phone, things like that. Um, and what I used to do when I was going to school here is I would, <clears throat> I would update it every Sunday. So I would figure out, okay, what are my key assignments that I need to do this week? What is, um, what's coming up in my classes? What do I need to make sure I'm like, you know, start like, uh, what do I need to make sure I'm working on at what points during the week? So I would just utilize my calendar and set up little appointments or little um, alarms to let me know, hey, you need to start writing this paper, you need to start researching this, Uh, start reading this book and read, you know, 10 pages of this book this day, 10 pages of the book the next day, things like that. And it was just kind of, it was just kind of a more interactive way of doing a to-do to list because it was more on my calendar 
but it also, you know, was another way of keeping myself accountable because, you know, I'd have friends or um, even my wife, you know, was like, hey, can we go do this? And I would have to, I would go to my calendar and go, I, I can't, I got to read this chapter. I got to do this and um, whatnot. So it was just a good way to have something solid and have your your week mapped out. Mm-hmm. The other reason why I liked it is it because um, it allowed me to just look at my week. So going into the week prepared, mentally prepared for it being busy, um, just allowed me to just kind of be ready for what that week was about to bring rather than getting into it and getting overwhelmed because I wasn't prepared at all. Um, but yeah, and then there was times where I'd look at the week and be like, wow, I have like nothing mm-hmm. due this week. And that really, that really helped out. Well, it helped out as well. So mobile calendar, use it. It's on your phone. Yeah. I love that you said you kind of prepared at the beginning of the week, just yeah. so you, you know what's coming kind of like with a to-do list or with your calendar kind of at the beginning of your week, what do I have mm-hmm. and making a plan. Yeah. That's awesome. Which kind of segues nice into our third one, because if you know what's coming up, then you can essentially uh, make a plan. So what is the next yeah, our, our next uh, tip for you is block out study time and create a study space. Mm. So I'm a big routine person and I need structure in order to thrive or else I'll just get distracted. Um, so that's kind of my tip for you is look at your week, look at your semester, um, figure out the times that you are most focused and alert and awake and maybe when your house is quiet, um, if you study at your house and choose the same times every week to study. So if Mondays, if you're alert, if you don't have a lot going on on Mondays, then just decide every Monday from nine to noon, I'm gonna work on my classes. Mm. Um, It's kind of similar with how our online courses work. Quizzes are always due on the same days. Discussion boards are always due on the same days. If you continue that pattern and structure your life, so you you know you're always going to do your reading on this day and you're studying on this day and your paper writing on this day, then then you're just going to get into a routine and a habit and it's going to take less motivation to get started because your mind just knows, oh, this is the time of week that I study. Right. It works the same way with your study space. Um, find a space, whether it's your house or a coffee shop nearby or a local spot, maybe at the library or something, um, that's quiet, as quiet as you can, or or a place that you can focus, or a place where you're not going to uh, be distracted, and and make that your study space so that your mind knows when you're in that space, whether it's your house or wherever, um, you know that this is where I study. This is not where I online shop. This is not where I watch Netflix. <laughs> right. This is not where I play with my kids. This is where I focus on studying. Um, and of course, that's not perfect. This is just, these are ideal scenarios. Exactly, and you, yeah. you, you know, their distractions will come along, but just do whatever you can to have a sacred space. Josh said a sacred space that's mm-hmm. dedicated to studies and a sacred time of the week that's dedicated to studies. Yeah, I think the two of those kind of blended together are just going to help out just a lot. You know, I, I just found for myself when I was studying and you probably recognize this too, when you're going to school is like. If I, you know, if I were to try to study on my couch in my living room with the TV staring at me, I just wouldn't get anything done. I would just kind of, I would like the TV is literally right there and it's just on my mind. So I'd want to just watch Netflix, watch The Office, watch Parks and Rec or whatever. And um, it would just be way too much, too much of a temptation. So I literally had to find 
not only times, but like, yeah, that space where I can actually just in this space, I just mentally engage and, and focus. So mm-hmm. doing that is, um, is just a good idea. Yeah. Um, the next point we're going to say is work smarter, not harder. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> we are big fans of this, right? Um, so meaning this, like f- once you found that time, once you found that space, um, we're going to say, you know, try to find that time where you know you're going to be the most mentally engaged. Um, because if you can spend an hour doing your homework and that's a, and that's a very focused and productive hour, mm-hmm. that's way better than you trying to do, you know, like five hours of sporadic, mm-hmm. you know, homework. You're, you just can't, you just can't engage. You can't focus in on what you're doing. It's taking you like five hours. You might as well do something in an hour that would normally take you five hours, you know? So, um, find those times in your day. Maybe it's, you know, uh, there's a lot of research out there that says you are the most productive in the morning, um, way before lunch. So like right when you wake up, you just, you're, you're mentally clear Mm -hmm. and you're able to just engage. Um, other people have said that when they, you know, later on in the evening when they've kind of done the chores for the day and they're able to check off all those mental boxes of what they need to do, Mm -hmm. they can then enter into a space where they can, um, do more work and just kind of mentally engage. So whatever that time is for you, you know yourself, um, but use those times to really focus in and try to, you know, do as much as possible in that short amount of time versus like a long amount of time, but work smarter, not harder. Yep. Yep. All right. Our fifth point is treat yourself. Treat yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so this was Josh's idea and he said, um, give yourself little awards after certain periods of time of studying. So um, so if you're going to study for an hour, maybe every 10 or 15 minutes, just get up and stretch really quick. Um, or if you're staring at a computer screen, I hear this all the time, look up, look around, look off into the distance. Crack your neck, crack your knuckles. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> even that is it just a really good, yeah, it's just a little treat for you, you know. Yeah, and just, just kind of break it up. And then uh, maybe every half hour, get a little snack or go for like a quick walk just to get your focus back and to get your energy back. Um, after an hour has gone by, um, do something rewarding if if you have the time for this, like watching an episode of your favorite TV show um, or go have a conversation with your family or friend or or read read a book that's not a hard book to read, but just a fun read. Yeah. Um, so break up your study time. Don't just sit there. This kind of ties in with the last point. If you're sitting there for five hours, you're just going to go crazy and you're not going to be productive. But studies show that short breaks, um, short breaks help you to focus and be more productive when you are working. Yeah. And that kind of goes into our next point because, you know, there's after a certain amount of time, you just your mind, your mind just gets bored, you know, as engaging as the material might get. If, if you're trying to, if you're taking so much time trying to engage in that material, you're going to find that you start getting distracted. You're going to find basically other more rewarding things to do. And so one, by allowing yourself little treats here and there as you're studying, it's going to improve your studying. And then two, um, you're not going to do what's called cognitive switching. So we'll talk about this. There's this video we want you to watch, and this is the sixth and final point is um, there's a video called watch. uh, No, I'm sorry. It's called five ways to build focus and concentration. It's by um, a guy named Thomas Frank. He does a lot of YouTube videos on um, higher education and little tips and tricks like this. Um, So we watched it and we wanted to mention two things that he talks about. Um, 
and you can watch the rest of the video if you want. Um, we think there's great, but one of the things he talks about is cognitive, cognitive switching penalty. And essentially what this is, is um, this happens when you switch from one task to another. Um, when you switch from one task to another task or, or multitasking essentially, um, you essentially lose time because when you make this switch in focus, um, you have to reorient your mind to focus on the new task um, and and try to understand it within its proper context. So you're actually losing time, you're losing mental energy, and this um, actually will burn you out mentally because you're just, it, it's a lot to do that. You're, you're switching gears, but you're doing it very um, abruptly, and it's like you're grinding those gears, you know? Um, so you'll find that, you know, if you're somebody who does a lot of multitasking or you do this, you might find that um, maybe maybe you do get them done and maybe it's just me, but like I find that if I try to multitask a lot, I feel like I will have done a lot. I just mm-hmm. want, I just didn't accomplish anything. So it just didn't really feel productive to me because at the end of the day, I'm tired. I'm like exhausted. And that's really the consequence. The consequence is that you may have had a full day of doing a lot of things, but not accomplishing anything and feeling burned out and tired rather than accomplished and productive. Like I finished this paper versus like, Oh, like I wrote, like a paragraph of that paper. I wrote a paragraph of this paper. I wrote that, but I didn't really get anything done. So it's, that's a cognitive penalty. So, and then the other thing that he brings up is you want to cover this? Yeah. Um, have a distraction sheet, which sounds kind of funny, but I've actually, (laughs) I know it does, but I've actually used this before because I get so distracted. I'll be at work and I think of, Oh, I need to do this when I get home or I need to text this person back or, um, I forgot to do that thing and I start thinking about it. And then before I know it, I'm, I'm not working on the thing I was supposed to be working on. So what I started doing mm-hmm. is I write down what's distracting me so that I can return to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of having to worry about it and think about it and plan, okay, when am I going to text that person back? What am I going to say? Or when, when am I going to do this chore? Just write it down on a piece of paper and put it off to the side. And it's just such a mental break for me. I just know, all right, it's going to get done later. I, I wrote it down so I can't forget it. Um, so now I can put all of my focus back into work. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's essentially a reminder sheet. It's not there to distract you. It's there to put your distractions on so you can focus on something else. Right. To, I think he says in the video to externalize them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. kind of allowing your mind, freeing up that mental space yeah. um, of your mind. Um, and it's somewhere so you don't have that fear of like, well, if I don't do this right now, I'll forget it. No, it's like a to-do list, but it's just not school related. It's more like life related. So you just kind of write it down real quick and then you can forget about it and refocus on what you're doing. So, yeah. yeah. couple more things that we're going to talk about. Um, there, and these are just more bonus, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, bonus um, things for you guys. Fun tips that Fun we're excited tips. about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's actually a couple apps out there. We kind of mm-hmm. discovered this recently um, that help you uh, keep your focus. Um, one of them is called the Focus Keeper app. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan, it sounds like you have actually have a lot more experience with this app than I do. Do you want to kind of explain it? Yeah, I, I used this app um, a while ago when I was going through, before I worked here, I was going through a period where I was just like applying for lots of jobs and filling out applications is so annoying. So I used the Focus Keeper app and 
Um, just search Focus Keeper in your app store. I don't know how it works for you Android users, um, but I'm sure it's available to you too. I'm an iPhone The way person. it works is you go and buy an iPhone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're iPhone people. I hope you still love us if you're an Android person. Basically, this app is really cool. It's just a timer is really all it is, but it has different rounds. So an hour is a round and you can set different intervals. So I would just start this timer and as long as this timer was going, um, I I would be working on my work. And then the ringer would buzz and it says, all right, you have five minutes to take a break. And then I'd get up, I'd take a snack, I'd call my friend. And then, and then the buzzer would go off again. And then I would know, all right, it's application time again. So mm. um, again, I sometimes have trouble staying focused. So this was really helpful for me because it just kept me on task. It was my phone telling me, you have a break now, and now you have to work. Yeah. Um, app is, or sorry, Josh is going to share another app that I'm really stoked about because <laughs> I love gardening and I love trees. <laughs> and That's why you like it so I much. I love okay, staying now, focused. Now I understand. <laughs> now you understand. Now you guys are wondering, like, what? What does this have to do with focus? Yeah. Um, there's this app called the. It's called Forest, and um, there's a, there's another one that's like a free version. It's called Flora, but they basically do, do the same thing. The forest one costs like, I think it's like two bucks or something like that. Uh, Flora is free, um, um, but it's it seemed a little bit more restrictive like with what you could do. But essentially the idea is this, um, you open the app and when you know that you need to just focus in on what you're doing and you could use this like, you know, if you're like, I just want to spend some quality time with my family or my friends and not be on my phone. Mm-hmm. Well, what you can do is you open up the app, you plant a seed, quote unquote, um, and that seed will grow into a tree in 30 minutes. Um, so long as you don't exit out of that app and start doing other things on your phone. Mm-hmm. So um, if you basically open the app, plant a seed, leave your phone alone, just like, you know, turn it off and put it somewhere. Um, at the end of 30 minutes, you will have grown a tree and you can, um, you know, eventually you basically plant a whole forest in doing this. Um, Flora is cool because you can, you can actually set it up where you have real life consequences. Like if you don't, you know, if you get distracted then you have to pay the the company like a dollar or something like that. And I think the, I think the company basically says like, if, um, if you do that, they'll take that money and they'll put it towards, um, planting an actual tree in real life. So, So um, it's kind of cool. So, you know, it's not, maybe not for everybody. Um, but what it does is it kind of gives you essentially it's like another reward system. So it's like, you know, you actually get something in return for like being undistracted. So it's kind of nice. I mean, a yeah, hypothetical it's like tree. a hypothetical <laughs> fake tree as dumb as it sounds, but you know what? That's our generation. So yeah, it works for people like me. So maybe if you're like me, you'll you get like really <laughs> So it's kind of cool. I mean, you can challenge your friends to it. And so all of you can like see who gets like the most trees and I don't know. It's kind of fun. So those are just our quick tips and tricks. I think I think at the beginning of this I said there's five, but you know there's there's six of them, and then there's two bonus ones. So there you go. Um, so we hope you enjoyed um, this week's episode, and um, we hope you join us next week. So happy studying! Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the Advisors Corner Podcast. Make sure to spread the word about our show. Remember to check out other NU podcasts by searching Northwest University in the iTunes podcast app or on SoundCloud. Here you can listen to chapel services where students, faculty, staff, and guest speakers share their insight on various topics. 
To connect with classmates or to access more tools and resources, be sure to join our Facebook group, The Advisor's Corner. See you next week.